What's up, family? Welcome back to the Stop Sinking Show, where we go from struggle to flow. This is a hard balance to tell. And all the inevitable negotiations that are the basis of relationships, we are always towing the balance between these two. How much courage to bring and stand for our position and how much to soften that courage so as to leave enough room for consideration of the other person. If too much courage and boldness is brought in with our own opinion, we leave little room for the other person to feel seen and heard and acknowledged and considered to. And if we bring too little courage and let ourselves be too meek in our expression of our own needs and be overly considerate of the other person, then we lose integrity with ourselves and in a way violate the rule of only agreeing to what we truly agree to because somewhere in that lack of courage was the consideration of our own needs that we want to be seen and felt that we fail to consider for ourselves. And then any agreement we form from that state lacks true integrity because still one party, in this case you, didn't truly feel seen. So when you make an agreement for it to really be paid respect, It has to be played out and projected over the course of time, over all the courses of you. So this momentary lapse in courage that leaves your side underrepresented in a negotiation cannot possibly negotiate terms that stand the test of time because of this state that you're in when you have this lapse of courage where you don't provide enough consideration to your own needs and you overly consider the other person, the agreement that you make in that state isn't something you truly agree to. So it's almost a false agreement because it was compromised from within because of the harmony and balance of courage and consideration that wasn't struck on both ends. So it's either too much courage that doesn't leave consideration for someone else or not enough for our own consideration that we need in a relationship. For that harmony, both people have to be provided enough consideration so they can feel and believe that they have the relationship dynamic to be courageous enough so as to bring about issues at hand and address their needs and manage these issues. So in a way, have the dynamic in their relationship which provides enough space for the courage to be exercised for their needs and still 
be considerate so you can leave room for that courage so you invite a genuine agreement both people have to be provided enough consideration so they walk away feeling like an environment was provided for their courage to be exercised and vocalized adequately enough for them to bring about all the issues that they had in their mind and had their desired needs be addressed and acknowledged and heard. And then again, the result of which is genuine agreement in which both parties actually agree to what they agreed to. And that agreement can stand the test of time without future volatility that you would have introduced if that negotiation wasn't with balanced courage and consideration. We have and probably all play out this dynamic in our lives where this balance goes off in some of our relationships and it consequently results in distance. And in the relationships, the more experiences we have of feeling like our needs are not considered, the more distance we create, which also blunts the courage we might bring or want to exercise in that relationship to express our needs. And just like that begins a destructive cycle that can quickly leave relationships in an irreparable state. And the unfortunate part is that many of us have been on the receiving end of the denial of consideration, or I guess not on the receiving end of consideration so much, that we lead with our wounds. We live out our hurts. And aside from just overcorrecting and overly presenting our needs with courage in our next interactions as to restore integrity with ourselves from the last few times we were under-considered, aside from just the violation that comes from that overcorrecting. The worst thing that happens from living from our wounds is that it perpetuates a cycle of blindness, of our deafness. The biggest enemy and the most unfortunate obstacle in the way of achieving this harmonious balance of courage and consideration in most of our relationships is the tone deafness we bring to most of our relationships. The lack of complete awareness of the subtleties when the balance has been upset. We don't even notice it because of our hearts. Resulting in being totally and utterly desensitized to the needs of others contributing more to the tragedy that is most of our disconnected, self-centered, modern lives that we live today. So how do we extend our wounded selves to lend consideration to someone else when we're stuck in this cycle? Or maybe you're stuck in the opposite realm and don't exercise courage enough and you don't provide adequate consideration to yourself that keep your demons at bay and you just don't do right by yourself? How do you break this pattern? Well, quite frankly, the first thing that comes to mind is I don't know. 
But if I was to entertain ideas of how to break this cycle that are possible solutions or ways to mediate, I would begin to venture with saying that the first thing that has to be in place is that the stakes have to be high enough. Meaning, for this effort to even be expended, for negotiation to even be worth it to have, the relationship has to be worth it to both parties. Without this, there is no next step. If there is a loss of fundamental respect with either parties as to compromise the motivation to continue negotiation, the relationship cannot be repaired with negotiation alone at that point. There is fundamental depletion in the trust account with each other and thus eroding the motivation for repair. Why even bother? Which again, with its impact on the overall stakes, it can quickly spiral to exercising the option of abandoning the relationship and the effort altogether. Because why even bother? Because the internal assessment says the juice isn't worth the squeeze. To bring back a relationship from this place is beyond the scope of this episode. Because the stakes have been lost. And the stakes are not high enough to negotiate or exercise any courage or consideration without it quickly failing. So let's assume that the stakes are high enough. And given that fundamental foundation in place, the next step alongside that foundation is the skillful use of words and tact to maintain respect and maintain a cordial environment for negotiation to occur. Alongside this, how to know how much courage to bring and how much consideration to provide is like a dance. It's really about being in tune with the other person and what they're seeking and then communicating back what you're seeking and where you're leading. A lot of times we find ourselves in monologues and it's really about trying to make an effort to dialogue about really being in tune with the other person and dancing with the rhythm of a true, genuine, open conversation that dares to suspend needs when listening so as to let the other person speaking really feel heard, which then creates a likely dynamic for that sort of listening to be reciprocated. It's really in recognizing that any relationship is two-way traffic. And each time, the flow of traffic both ways must take into account current conditions and congestion and then maneuver accordingly. That means you lead in accordance to what is being offered and follow in accordance to when being led. 
It truly is a dance and can only be had between those who consider each other partners. That consideration in the value of each other is what allows us to put ourselves aside just enough to leave room for the other person to lead when they lead. And a true mature dynamic does this for each other. So in a way, it is altruism that leads to greater understanding because you want to give it. You want to give that space to that other person. And over time, it is the other person that encourages the courage of the other person so much so as to invite more and more facets of their needs under consideration. To honor it. To pay adequate respect to it. So ultimately, in a healthy relationship, you do not have to solely rely on your own courage for your needs to be met. But that your needs are considered without exercise and expenditure of energy because the other person readily invites your needs for them to be considered and provides a open space for them in the course of their dealings with you. And the other person, and you have created such a dynamic where there is investment and importance from both ends to meet the needs of each other. And even just one such relationship like this can heal the wounds for you to then lend this kind of safe space to someone else. Enough to break your cycle. And then break someone else's. And I've been thinking about this because of being on the end of and witnessing where this fails. Failing completely in trying to gain understanding and trying to gauge temperature. Erosion of complete influence when this balance is upset in a relationship. Where even the recognition of another person's humanity becomes difficult to acknowledge. When our wounds are aggravated and we feel resistance in being heard and then create the same resistance for the other person we essentially posit sources of noise between us, exaggerating the distance. Secondary to physical needs of food and security and water is our psychological need to be understood and heard. The lack of which threatens the vitality of any existence. It compromises all relationships. So if you have difficulty in dealings with any of the people in your life, in any of your relationships, audit this dynamic. Chances are one of you is overly bold, almost a tyrant, which means the other is enslaved to your bold demands and feel their own needs trampled over and seldom considered with you. And if you're like most people, this flips at times. When you're the slave, 
in an attempt to regain control, you become a tyrant and try to enslave the other by unleashing your suppressed courage. And then maybe feel bad for the overcorrection and assume the role of slave again for a while. Seesawing back and forth to relationship hell. Courage and consideration. Like power and endurance, never the twain shall meet. But they must learn to share the same street. Love you, family. See you in the next show.